The Tidy Lady Newsletter, September. Welcome to this monthly newsletter by me, Liz Bradley, The Tidy Lady. I hope you're safe and well. Thank you for being here and reading this. What do you do when you just can't decide what to let go of and what to keep? There are heaps of decluttering methods and tricks and tips around. You can take a bit here or use a tip there. You can combine some ideas or religiously follow a system. One of the most important things to remember is that you always have a choice, even when you don't think you do. The big box method. Dorothy was struggling with decluttering something very special to her. She'd recently moved into a two-bedroom townhouse from her large family home. She'd happily decluttered her linen, books, ornaments and clothes. We made many, many visits to her favourite charity shops. But she'd made a decision. No decluttering of her most beloved collection, her cookware, before moving. I just don't know what I might need. I want to keep everything, of course. But is that smart? I might not have room for my china if I keep everything. Baking and roasting pans, casserole dishes, preserving pans and jars, flan and lasagna dishes, crepe and poaching pans, deep pie and quarter sheet pans, cookie sheets, stock pots, Swiss roll and slice pans too, cooling racks and cake pans of every size and shape. She has a new dining table and new kitchen, quite a bit smaller than her old one. The townhouse is perfect for her lifestyle, needing far less cleaning and maintenance, and she can still sit six people for dinner. Dorothy was mum to four and grandmother to five, and soon to be a great-grandmother. Her kitchen table had been crowded with hungry visitors for the last 40-odd years. Cooking, baking and feeding people was an essential part of her identity. But now, big events were held at her children's homes. She didn't have the regular huge meals to cook and had become very busy with her volunteer work over the last 10 years. We stood in her kitchen, surrounded by her kitchen boxes, and looked at her new cupboards. They're not going to fit. It was very obvious. We'd carefully curated what she would bring from her old kitchen. If we unpacked and stored everything except the collection, everything would fit well. There was space to store baking pans and trays, roasting dishes and cooling racks, but it was pretty standard in size. The first problem was the kitchen hadn't been built with so much equipment in mind, and Dorothy hadn't really understood the sheer volume of her collection until we packed it all up. I could see her eyes widen as box after box was added to the cookware pile. The second problem was that Dorothy was deeply emotionally attached to her cookware. She only learnt this when she realised she'd have to declutter it to make it fit in her new home. She had loved being the mum and grandma to her family. She adored nothing more than feeding people delicious food that she had made from scratch. She was famous in her community for her generosity, baking and cooking for neighbours in need. What am I going to do? I'm not ready to let it all go. Certainly not. 
Get rid of it all? Nope. So what was the answer? To not get rid of anything. Just yet. Dorothy needed to be honest with herself about who she is now, not who she remembered being 10 years ago. Her lifestyle was very different now, but it was important to work through her feelings of loss of that life. She no longer made preserves. When she baked, it was small batches. No more enormous pasta bakes. No more huge cakes. She hadn't used her crepe pan in the last five years. She had a little arthritis in her fingers and found the heavier pans hard to use. This is what we did. Stored a few of her most useful multi-purpose pans and sheets under the oven. Slipped her middle-sized cooling racks into the tall, skinny chopping board cupboard. And chose the lightest and most handy multi-purpose cake and slice pans and stored them in the baking cupboard. If they didn't fit, they went back in the boxes. Then what? The big box method. Here's the nitty gritty, the big box bit. Dorothy stored the rest of the cookware boxes in her garage. Each box had a list of its contents stuck to the outside. We set up a time frame of one year to include special events. If Dorothy didn't need something in the boxes, it stayed there. If she did, she would dig it out. It would go on a shelf in her garage storage cupboard when she'd finished using it. This included special occasion cookware, but only if she used it. At the end of that year, the boxes could be gifted to friends or charities. And of course, I can always borrow or buy from an op shop and donate it back when I'm done with it. Will the big box method work for you? It might. Maybe you have lots of clothes that you no longer wear. Say, office clothes, taking up way too much room, and you now prefer to work from home. Fold them and pop them in a really big box. Store that box somewhere clean and dry away from the sun. If you need something from that box in the next six months or year, dig it out. If you give up because it's too hard to find it in the big box, how much did you really want to wear it? If you do wear it and loved it, it can go into your wardrobe. The big box method can work for all sorts of things. Books, shoes, toys. The trick is setting a realistic time frame and being kind to yourself too. Then, when the time is up, you'll know for sure that you don't need whatever is left in that big box.